Hello and welcome back to the Chatter Cave podcast where we talk media in the form of reviews or just talk news articles that we're spotting uh, that get our interest and, you know, we can have a nice little chinwag about. Uh, I'm your host, Frank King Thomas Hughes. I'm joined by the... (laughs) (laughs) I just keep... Ready, ready, hang on. Here's the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Gonna sit in the chair. Yes, I don't mind the lovely <laughs> Connor O'Shea, aka Zenny F underscore, aka. Looks like Sean Ryder if you put some hair and uh, glasses in her <laughs> bit. It does not look like Sean fucking Ryder. <laughs> if you got if you got any bald guy and put long hair, bit of facial hair and glasses, it'll look like me. Oh, yes, we, 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 we've wasted the last five minutes just t- laughing at Connor for this picture that Halen put together really quickly, and now he's put it in his background. Because why not? But yes, obviously today yeah, we've got our usual uh, news articles we've, I've come across that we're going to talk about in a bit. But uh, I also have three movie reviews to do very quickly. Because, you know, within the last, like, what? Two weeks, weeks Within the last week, <laughs> I've seen three films. I watched one last Friday, <laughs> I watched one Monday, and I literally came back from one today. Uh, so, you know, three mo- movie reviews. Two of them kids' films, one's an adult film. Not, yeah, an, adult, not, a, not an adult film in the sense of pornography. <laughs> an adult film in the sense of, you know, action <laughs> film. <laughs> you never know. Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, we could have asked them to put anything on the cinema today. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> but yes, anyway, so yeah, I got three movie reviews, and I'm kicking it off with the first film I saw, which was Disney's Elemental. One of the many films that kind of flopped at the box office when it came out. But obviously, no, apparently it's doing better. It's actually picking up a little bit of steam. Like, I mean, it's almost at 300 million, which is very close to being like uh, Disney's highest uh, grossing animated movie since the start of the pandemic. And Hayden's like very interested in that factoid. It's very true. It's going to be, it's on the verge of beating Encanto because Encanto is currently the highest grossing Disney animated film since the pandemic. Since obviously a lot of people have got to the point of now with animated ones, they're just waiting for Disney Plus release. A lot of people aren't as first. I feel feel like with the other, like the bigger ones, obviously your um, MCU and stuff like that from Disney, people are actually interested to obviously go into the cinema to watch it. But obviously these sort of ones where it's like an animated film, it's just a case of yeah, Disney Plus in a few months, we'll watch it then. That's what it's come yeah, to. The kids don't want to scream in the cinema; just keep them at home and watch it on Disney. Exactly. Plus. So that's the kind of mindset people are going through. But obviously, yeah, it's obviously picked up a bit of steam recently, and it's it's doing all right. <laughs> So I went to watch it on its UK release since it came out at the same time as The Flash, I think it was, in America. A lot of other places. Uh, irony, like that June was just a month of flops, eventually. Um, but for us in the UK, we didn't get it until pretty much the start of July. But still, obviously I went to watch it. I was like, fuck it, I got my cinema pass. I'll go and watch it. And honestly, I'm not sure why it gets a lot of hate. It's actually a really great animated movie. It's really fun. Um... It's a basically a rom-com, which I hate rom-coms, but there's a couple of odd ones here and there. The more unorthodox ones, I'd like to call them, that I actually get interested in, i.e. Um, Longshot with uh, Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, that was a decent one. Uh, Palm Springs with the actor uh, Andy Samberg, obviously the Groundhog Day type one. And obviously, well, know this. Uh, so yeah, obviously I didn't... With the idea of rom-com, I didn't realise, due to the Again, the marketing, obviously, we spoke, obviously, randomly uh, about the fact this film was like, really badly marketed. So, obviously, I didn't yeah. know much about it going into it. 
So if I, if I was told a rom com going into it, I probably would have said, yeah, no, nah, not me. I, I, I know I got a cinema pass, I can go whatever I want, but I'm not really into rom coms unless obviously head and drag me. But obviously I went into it blind, and I say I walked out going, actually that's actually a really solid animated picture. Um, the characters are fun to follow, and you do actually want to see them end up together because there's a lot. It's it's opposites attract, which is interesting because obviously you can take it as the fact of it's opposites attract, but you can also take it as a little subtext uh, of interracial relationships. Um, so obviously it's got the grown up theme there, since a lot of like Disney movies, these kids ones, there's always a little grown up theme, like so the adults will go, oh okay. Um, Usually, in like a very, it's usually very like subtle, like like a random side character, like gay or something like that, uh, something that they quickly chuck in, chuck in and brush over. But this one, obviously, it's the whole theme of it. Really, is like fire and water coming together, and into the sense of essentially, it's an interracial relationship that a lot of people are looking at and frowning on. Um, obviously, the supporting character is actually really fun, especially Grod. Uh, the little kid character that obviously you said that some weird like video that picks up or out. it's very strange yeah and everyone was like whoa even though it's just like it is very like clearly forced like yeah. this character's new no one knows who it is so why is everyone screaming yeah, <laughs> it, he's, a very, he's a very fun character from the get go I mean the whole like I mean if you it, you can watch the clip online right now it, it's a really fun scene where he literally encounters the fire character and he's like really hitting on that even though she's meant to be like a teen or, or well, basically an adult and he's basically a little kid and he keeps hitting on her constantly and he's got like a, every time he lifts his arm he's got like little flowers growing since he's obviously earth so he's got flowers growing obviously he keeps plucking them to try and give it to her obviously she keeps just burning them and he just has some like really good one-liners obviously when she's like oh it's like an act of god for me to be with you he's like act of god more like an act of god it's like oh my god <laughs> so he's a very fun hilarious character um the animation is really great, especially like the the movement of the fire and water. Like it actually looks like they've actually done a good job of making it look realistic. Obviously, how the fire burns, how the water sort of moves inside. They've done a really good job of actually like going the realism uh, aspect, which obviously they didn't really have to, but it's a nice touch that adds a bit more to the movie. Um, the story's basic. Uh, there are a few points here and there. Obviously, I think me and Hayden spoke about it on the way back. Like I was like, I could have added some here, some there, and obviously it would have added a bit more because it's like a, it's like a bit when they're like, oh, there's like a, there's a cracking, uh, there's the water coming from, the water's coming from somewhere, uh, and obviously there's like a massive crack on a wall, and it kind of like hints that maybe someone's done it, but it's not. It's literally just like a, a natural occurrence. But they're kind of constantly hinting at someone's done it, but nothing comes from it. And I was saying that I feel like they could have done something like someone maybe sabotaged it. Like that would have been like an interesting thing. Like someone's trying to take out the fire tone. But obviously, there's, there's a few little points here and there. But other than that, obviously, I can look past them. Um, but obviously, apart from like Onward and Lightyear being obviously the more meh for me, uh, Pixar movies. I feel like since the pandemic's began, Pixar have actually put out some decent, solid animated films. Turning Red, Soul. Um, Luca, I think there's another one by Cameron off the top of my head. Uh, but obviously they put out some really decent animated films, and this one adds to that. Obviously it's just obviously onward and lightyear. The ones that I thought was just alright. I wouldn't. I, th- I think my favourite one they released like not too long ago was probably Soul. I really like Soul. Soul was good, yeah. The one they released over Christmas. So, yeah, I think that's one of their better ones. <clears throat> it wasn't Pixar. That was just Disney. Uh, I think for me, I'd probably say maybe Turning Red. I like Turning Red. 
Like I said, I always, um, with the approach that Pixar are going now, it's obviously just doing different, like, themes, like, for example, you said about it, this one being, like, an interracial kind of yeah. thing. Turning Red was about, like, was it, like, over puberty or yes, whatever? They're just yes. trying to do, like, different, different things, I guess, but... I know the announced straight after Elementals that they're releasing like a new Toy Story. I think that was their little back net to be like, okay, we're releasing something everyone kind of wants now. Shit. So there's a new one coming out next year. That alien one with the kid with the light patch. I think the announced actual Toy Story 5 was in works now after Elementals or whatever. It was like, yeah, okay, we kind of need to put something big that everyone wants now, not these random. I think there's a load of uh, ones that are kind of in the works right now. I do actually want to see more stories from this world because there's a there's a massive world of water air uh, earth and fire and obviously it brushes a lot of it to focus heavily on your two main characters so i would love to see more stories even if it's like it's like little like short stories set within this world to give it a bit more building because i definitely want to see like maybe something focus on the earth one because obviously there's a the earth uh basically element was basically kind of brushed over entirely apart from really grod and that random slow guy that works in the uh, like the fucking office. Apart from that, literally everything was brushed over. Same with um, air. The only real one was the one who's the head of basically the the company. Every, every the only elements that really focused on was fire, specifically the family, and obviously water, obviously his family. Everyone else was kind of like just there. So I would like to see him like do some more stories with them. That's that's not really like a, anything based on this film, like review wise. It's just like my personal opinion. I'd like to see them push on with like more stories based on other characters in this world, because it is a really cool world. And so the 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 animation of the elements is really good. So I'd like to see them do something again with this, not just like go, okay, it didn't do it as good. Let's just brush it over. Let's not do anything related to this world ever again. I feel like I'm hoping because of how it's kind of picked up that steam, it might be looked at. Okay, maybe we do something with this. Either it's another cinema effort, or we do something for Disney Plus, like something designed specifically, like Monsters uh, at Work, the Monsters Inc. Oh, like series, which was fo- which was made specifically for Disney Plus. So that would be quite. I'd, I'd like to see something like that. Um, what else have I forgot. Um, but yeah, just, uh, just overall, I just uh, it's it's definitely better than its early box office numbers were stating. So obviously, it, going up now, it's definitely more in line with that. Obviously, it's not going to be. A massive fucking billion dollar hit. I mean, as I say, it's almost at three hundred million. I feel like that's where it's going to hit, and that probably be that'll be that. So it's not yeah. a massive, massive hit, but I feel like the movie's better than the money coming in says it is. Um, it's probably one of my. I definitely say it's probably other than Spider Verse, definitely one of my favorite June movies that have come out. Um, but yeah, it it it's a fun family film that's heartwarming. And it, I'd I'd give it a nine point two out of ten. Oh, pretty high. It, it it's good. It it's it, I hated the fact that a lot of thing, things like do you know I see that the idea of as soon as like a superhero film flops, the the idea of superhero fatigue comes in. As soon as mm. this kind of flopped, everyone was just like, "Oh, the era of Pixar is finally over." And stuff like that. I was like, "Not really." I mean, though the movies aren't making that much money because obviously people are more interested in the Disney Plus release of it. They're still getting decent reviews this it did it did okay critically it did better audience wise obviously turning red did the exact same um and a lot of these other ones to put out luca uh soul onward Lightyear, all these have done pretty 
decent reviews. They're not like straight up shite reviews. Like say something like um, that strange new world that came out, which was okay. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't terrible. Like something like that, which came out to a bit m- more negative reviews. The the Pixar movies have been putting out during the pandemic have actually come out to pretty good reviews. Yeah, the box office titles don't match the reviews, but that is because of obviously as I say people are waiting for the Disney Plus release, and obviously some of them did go straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's definitely something I recommend checking out when if you get the chance. Uh, and the biggest I- problem with like obviously pixar movies and stuff as well is that people go into them as adults and be like oh it's made for me but it's not it's made for kids like you have nostalgia and stuff for toy story and obviously toy story is more a lot of like obviously monsters in toy story and that's made for like the older audiences now just because it's hitting on nostalgia yeah like, obviously with the new ip it's obviously made for kids now not not it's meant to, it's meant to be the, i say the toy story the monster thing the finding nemo of back of then but now if you know what i mean so obviously, as you say, they're bringing these old ones out again with new sequels, spin-offs and whatnot to get the nostalgia from the adults. But these new IPs they're bringing out are meant to be the same idea as the old ones. So then a few, so much time down the line, those adults who were kids when these ones were coming out are getting the same vibe as, say, we are now for those ones that are coming back out again. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they released like Monsters Inc. like ten when we we're like eighteen. But oh, I remember that. Oh, and then you <laughs> and you've got Mikazowski in like a wheelchair or something like that. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get. I hundred percent agree with what you're saying there. Um, obviously, my second movie review is one I went to watch on Monday, which is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Which is obviously the seventh Mission Possible movie, and it's a banger. It's a fucking. It, it's the action is great. It's really well paced. The cast is fantastic. The stunts, especially the bike scene, which you see in the trailer when he rises the bike off a cliff and fucking just skydives off this cliff, that is just ridiculous. Like in a good way. Like how he's managed to get away with doing that. I mean, there's a lot of behind the scenes coming out now. It's like showing a lot of these stunts, like the train sequence when they're actually fighting on top of a fucking train as it's moving. Mm. That is just in- insane to think that they actually went and did that. Because a lot of the movies now that I'm well. oh, sorry, in the crash the train as well. That's the, the one. Yeah, the they, they crashed it in take. Derby, I think it was a Dudley. They had like one take or something. Yeah, they, yeah. they made a train specifically just to rise it off the edge of it, like a into a fucking like a oh what they're called. Like a massive, la- it's not, uh, like a, a quarry. They made like a train specifically just to raz it into a quarry. But it, it, I know that, as I said, a lot of behind the scenes kind of nerve showing these obviously action sequences taking place. And I say it's crazy that obviously if you look at say some of the early Mission Impossible's, like a lot of the stunts obviously would have been green screen and crap like that. There weren't anything major, major. But it's crazy now that all these ridiculous stunts are happening. And obviously Tom Cruise is the one pushing for it. I mean, so with Fallout, there's a whole helicopter sequence which he got his own license just to fly a fucking helicopter <laughs> for a stone. Like, it's insane. In fact, obviously, I think it was number five, Rogue Nation, when he held on to the side of a plane as it took off. Like, it's like, what the fuck? And I so said, this one has literally got the whole cast uh, chase sequence. It's got the train sequence. It's got the bike sequence. Like, it's crazy. Obviously, you can you can tell where some like digital effects have been added just to, obviously cover a few things up here and there but it's it's not too bad it's like it's hard to see it's it's really good um 
Obviously, this one added the extra character uh, in the form of Hayley Atwell's thief character. Obviously, she's most famous recently for obviously reprising her role as uh, Agent Carter in the Doctor Strange sequel. And obviously in the What If series. She plays a really great character in this. She's like, kind of comes in as like possible of interest to Tom Cruise and eventually kind of heads more into that idea. Like, it's funny because I kept making the joke saying he's got like a role, like he's only like one uh, female character per movie like, to eradicate the other ones from this franchise. Because each one only seems to have like one character and usually the one ends up just kicking the bucket <laughs> or just being written out of it entirely. Um, I say with the, with the train scene as well, it's probably my favourite train fight. Like, I love the train scene in The Wolverine, which I got vibes from this, from, like, a scene where the guy's, like, stabbing the top of a train. There's a scene in, in The Wolverine with that, and I got vibes from that film in this. But I think this, for me, just because how realistic it is for the fact that, as you say, they did it on top of an actual fucking train, that makes this so much fucking better. Um... The rest of the train sequence as well is great. It just reminds me of Uncharted 2, the opening for the game where the trains like crash and you got try, like, trying to climb up the train. Oh, yeah, they yeah. literally do that in this scene, this this film, and I was like, so we got the plane sequence in Uncharted, which is literally from Uncharted 3, and then we got the train scene from Uncharted 2, but in Mission Impossible. I'm like, That's fucking cool. Um, obviously, there's little bits of humor here and there. Like, it's more of a serious film, so there's only like little sprinklings of humor here and there. And it works, like that humour does make you laugh, like that's ah, quite funny actually. But the rest of the seriousness does draw you in, like okay, I'm drawn in. And that does bring you out a little bit, like, ah, oh, it's quite funny, and then it draws you back in. Like that's really well that's really well written. Um the, just the overall tone in general is, is is spot on. And I generally can't wait for part two. I'm not too sure if it's next year. Apparently as far as I'm aware, it's next year, but I don't know if they've actually started filming it or what they've filmed or whatnot. So more than likely, it might end up being like a fucking Spider-Verse situation where they delay it a fucking year or two. I say, I don't know yeah. how much they've done on it because it was meant to be like a back-to-back filming, but obviously COVID, you know, kicked that in the bucket. I mean, this film has literally been filming since 2020. Like, it started just before COVID. COVID happened. It put it on the back burner. And when they started refilming, I know Tom Cruise had to buy like a fucking like a, a yacht or like a cruise oh, ship. Yeah, a cruise ship, that was it, yeah. It was a cruise ship because obviously some people got COVID. So obviously... The Tom Cruise ship. He bought a cruise ship, parked it up in the, the fucking, obviously, the ocean and fucking just let everyone sleep on it so he could actually carry on filming. And I think he put a lot of his own money into making sure it actually went through. And it's come through now. And obviously, review-wise, are just through the roof. I mean, critically, I think at the moment, it's at 96, I think it's gone down to now. So it's still really fucking high. And audience... 94 i think it was something like that on rotten tomatoes mm. so it, it's still really high compared obviously it come out straight away at like 99 percent. like that was ridiculous like i i agree it's, it, it's definitely up there i definitely put it more in line with its early reviews uh, than it's more recent reviews uh, it's it's really fucking good i'm still debating uh, so i'm trying to drag this out because i'm debating what to give it because i've got a score here i'm just like do i go one more i want to go one more fuck it i'm gonna go with what i originally went with that was like a, a kind of sum up in the end. Um, so yeah, I think I think in terms of ratings, I want to give it nine point eight out of ten. I'm going really high with this one. Like I love Mission Impossible Fallout because I love a lot of the fight scenes. I think this just about tops it. Like I, for me, like that one was like a nine point seven. This just about tops it. Uh, and as I, I can't wait for part two to come out because this ends with like a massive cliffhanger of what the obviously. 
it ends where the film kind of starts. And that's how, obviously how the plot of the next one's going to follow is them going on this mission to go after, uh, I'm not going to say what we're spoiling it, go after basically something. So that's where it's going to go from here. So I'm definitely going to interested to see how they handle that in the sequel. Good. It's crazy how this has gone like a John Wick route. Since the fourth film, the quality of the movies have yeah, just gone up, up. Just like John Wick, up. So The budget I mean, goes up. Revenue I mean, goes up. The budget, budget on this, I think I said to you, didn't I? Ridiculous, I, was yeah. It, was it like 280 million or something, like I said to you? Like a couple of, stupid, yeah. A couple of podcasts ago, wasn't it? I said it to you. I was like, I swear the budget's like 280 million or something stupid like that. And you can see that. So I'm hoping it makes its money back because obviously it's at a point now where it's come out. Hopefully the reviews get people into it, but the problem is you've got two big other movies on the horizon. Mm. Oppenheimer and Barbie both come out next week. Both are going to draw people away. So that's the, that's the, again, another problem, just like they had in June. There's too many movies coming out at the same time. So that's going to draw it, like, people away. Um, obviously the only good thing with this and, say, Barbie is they're 12 A's, so... That people a lot more people can go see it, whereas Open Homes are fifteen, which is why I've something I've read somewhere. Uh, obviously, the predicting Barbie's basically going to beat it in its opening weekend, which makes sense because it's age rating. The age rating of fifteen and three hour t- uh, runtime is what's going to draw people away, whereas Barbie's twelve a and uh, and under two hour movie, I think it is like an hour fifty, something stupid like that. That's going to draw people in. It's shorter and more people can get into it. And it's an established franchise, uh, but it's based on a, an established toy line. So, yeah, I'm like, Ryan Gosling. Essentially, it's the trans- <laughs> it's, it's the Transformers for the girls. Like what Transformers was uh, back in the day when it came out for basically us lads. Barbie's basically that for girls. Girls and basically boyfriends that are being dragged to it. Where's my X Men? Uh, X Men Action Man series. What my Action Man films? There's a little end credit scene for this in the movie where fucking Action Man turns up. Let's go to work, Ken. It's the next one. Barbie versus Action Man. Oh, yeah. They're both going to end with them going, Martha! Why do you say that name? But yeah, anyway, so my third and final review is one that I went to watch today, which has been out for a couple of weeks, quite at the same time as Indiana Jones. And I kind of didn't fully skip it. It was a case of there was no decent time slots and obviously all these other films coming out that I kind of was like, I'm going to watch that first. So this was kind of like one of those ones where uh, if, if if there's a decent time, I can go watch it, uh, which is uh, obviously Ruby Gilman's Teenage Kraken, uh, the DreamWorks movie, which is another flop. Obviously, it's another one just like Elemental that flops, but unlike Elemental, this one hasn't yet got on the, the uh, rise but it's a shame because it's a fun family film it's, it is really fun um, mm. the animation is good my main issue though with the animation is I'm not a big fan of the character designs I think some of the character designs are very weird uh, and they're just, I just don't like the character designs in this film like I like the designs of the Krakens when they fully grow up into big Krakens the little designs are basic but they're still a bit better than the human designs. But when they go full cracking like giants, that they, they they are really well done. I mean the um, the lighting when they light up is really really beautiful, and the fact that I see the three because there's three crackens in this film. Obviously the uh, the daughter, the mom, and the grandma. Uh, 
each three have a different design when they go full Kraken. So I like that. I, I like the fact they haven't just copied and pasted the designs going through. They've actually given them different designs, different colours, and it, it's cool. I mean, I like the fact that obviously they've got superpowers as well, so they can, like, like laser beam eyes. And on top of that, they can make their skin, like, their, their skin, like, fucking, like, rock-hard armour, which is pretty cool due to, like, the big fight scene. Um... The story's okay. Obviously, it's it's a coming of age story about a girl's true self being revealed. I think it was done better in Turning Red. I prefer that film to this. It's the same sort of aspect, just obviously, this one's got more, obviously, an action focus, whereas that was more of like, let's say, a coming of age story and a girl going through puberty. Whereas this is like, literally, someone stum- a girl stumbling into a true self and having to fight to save everyone. So there's a bit more of an action side to this, but I still prefer Turning Red. Um, the music's good as well. The music's alright. There's uh, some like popping tunes here and there. Um, but the, the best character in this film is the dad. By far, the dad's the best character. He, he has uh, his weird ASMR, like putting ships together in like the, 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 the ship, the bo- bottles with ships. Um, yeah, burning a bottle. He's, he's got like weird ASMR, like Twitch streams, so he's putting them uh, together. Like it's like it just cuts through. He's like, yeah, here we go. We're gonna put the the mast up, and uh, there we go. Like it's like it's like like out of nowhere, but it's so fucking hilarious. Like for fuck's sake, like the amount of fucking like streams streamers in this film is ridiculous. Obviously, you got your basic gamer streamer. Obviously, you got the dad with his ASMR bottle fucking uh, streaming, and right at the end, you got the captain, like this ship captain who's hunting krakens with his own little stream. And I'm pretty saying Hayden pretty late. One of the fucking like the he's got the little Twitch chats popping up. Obviously, it's not meant. To, it's like it's obviously it's not Twitch, but it's like meant to be like a Twitch type yeah. platform. Actually, I swear I just said like one of the things that popped up saying they're gonna be like, all right, big nose and something like that. Because <laughs> you're always gonna have that like, one person that basically is like an arsehole, and this has that in in the little messages, which is pretty funny. Um, the uncle character, the obviously there's an uncle character that pops into this. He's like a they haven't seen him for years. And he's like he's more linked to obviously the grandma. Obviously, he's your generic dumb character. But he's still pretty funny, particularly the uh, harpoon scene. And he's, he's like a harpoon. He's like, "Oh, shiny!" And he shoots it up in the air, and they all just back away because they know what's going to happen. And he's like, "Huh?" And it impales him in the head. He's like, "It's straight through his fucking head." But obviously, he's done that in front of a human. And obviously, realistically, if you get hit in the head of a fucking harpoon, I'm pretty certain people are going to be like, "Okay, I'm pretty certain you're not human." And then again, they somehow get away in this film by say because obviously. Everyone else looks normal. They're obviously clearly blue. They've clearly got gills. They've got ears, I think. Do you know the one way they basically bullshit their way out of this? Well, then. They say they're from Canada, and everyone just believes them. Apparently, apparently that's what Canadians look like. They look like gill people. Um, I mean, have you seen Tony? You mean Mini-Me? He's, uh, he does look a bit, uh, <laughs> a bit like a fish, man. <laughs> a bit like a fish, man. <laughs> 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 but yeah, somehow like they get away with that. I'm just like, mm, it's a funny joke, but couldn't you think of a better way of like hiding them in plain sight? Um, and obviously, I, I think with this, obviously, there's a big plot twist involving obviously uh, the mermaid character, but it gives it all away in the trailer because obviously mm-hmm. this is obviously meant to be the DreamWorks' idea, like what should be Shrek with ripping off Disney fairy tales. This obviously is kind of ripping off uh, Little Mermaid since the antagonist is literally meant to be uh, Ariel. Yeah, the heroes are cracking instead of, obviously, whereas in the Mermaid, it was obviously uh, Ursula as the squid octopus fucking villain. 
Yeah, so it's just like the opposite. So obviously that plot twist is literally give away in the trailer. You literally see the mermaid become a giant fucking monster for the big battle at the end, not the big kaiju battle. Yeah, they give it all away in the trailer. It's just like, they probably could have edged the trailer differently to get away with it. I know, obviously, I was reading that. That's like one of the things with this is that's why a lot of critics are saying, like, this one thing saying it flops is obviously heavily it's marketing. Um, mm. And a few, obviously, a few other things, obviously, a few other films being out causing it, basically, people to be drawn away from it. Um, but I say, I, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's more marketed than fucking Elemental was. Because I definitely saw this trailer yeah. pop up a lot more at the cinema than I did Elemental. I think I saw maybe I don't Elemental. Think I saw a single one for Elemental. I think or... I saw it maybe once at the track. Twice, I think. I thought it was more once. I remember the scene with the. When she's on the train. Yeah. I remember seeing that trailer. And I don't remember seeing it again. But I know this train is cracking. I've seen it about four or five times in the cinema. Like they constantly keep advertising it. Um, But yeah, it's just, that's my one big negative is to stay. It's like they've spoiled too much in the trailer. Um. But it, it, obviously this here, what I'm about to say now, is nothing really to do with the film. It's just, you know, it's something I wanted to bring up. It was really interesting and nice being the only two people in the cinema. Like, was there any blowjobs in the back of the cinema? We, we were just literally taking the piss. Every time like, we'd speak, I literally tell them, I go, shh. I literally look at everyone. Uh, they, they were sitting there, shh. <laughs> people are trying to watch the movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I kept doing stuff like that constantly. It was hilarious as well because then obviously the people that come at the start, they're like, right, hello and welcome. Welcome to the cinema. Obviously, I was like, I better fucking lean against the the the, the fucking the fucking railing, so, so, the banister, just so they can know I'm there. So I'm there leaning, just waiting. And the guy comes in, looks at the middle, and looks. And goes, oh, and, li- and obviously now that he just speaks like everyone has an overall. He just just directly spoke. Just like, if there's any problems, I'm out here. It was like said. <laughs> what would the dude know went? That's what I said. That's what I said. I said I'm guessing maybe because obviously, in terms of buying tickets online. Come the the start of the movie slash just a minute after you can't book online, so I I'm, I'm guessing you can probably still book in the cinema. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing maybe up until the point of the uh, the movie starting, uh, just before the movie starts, they basically probably have the tickets for sale, so you can probably get them for at least twenty minutes after the start time. And then I'm guessing what they'll do then if there's nothing on, obviously as Hayden said, they'll probably show the trailers, and once it's basically the point of. It's the whatnot. Maybe the person will go in, have a look. If no one's in there, then they'll stop playing it. They won't play the actual film. They'll probably put the re- the stuff on just in case. And obviously, if there's no sales on the film, they'll probably just scrap it entirely and don't bother showing it. Uh, but yeah, obviously, it was, it was very weird. Like cause I said to her before, I was, I was woke up. I was like, still, still just us two. Got into got into Warsaw, looked at it. It's like still just us two. Sat in the cinema screen. It's still only just us two on here. And I was like, this is crazy. And let's say. It come, cause usually you sometimes find that some pe- people are sort of walking right before the film starts and literally no one walked in and was like what the fuck is literally just us two in here that's crazy it, it's someone that's like booking their tickets and all the canoes it's definitely an interesting experience because I've been in a, a film that's been jam packed mm. and now I've been in a film where the only people in there is literally the person I've come with I've now, I've, I've now done both sides of the equi- of the of the equation, it's just like crazy. It's definitely, it's definitely weird, as Hayden says, because you better not need a piss during this film. So you're gonna have to, I was have to leave her by herself in the screening. I'm surprised, it's fair, I'm surprised she didn't move seats because we could have just moved anywhere in that room. We could have literally gone like to the top middle because obviously we have our usual two seaters by the banister, and we literally could have just like, fucked off to one of the other seats. But take uh, it anywhere. We could literally could have just run around the cinema screen. Woo! Woo! <laughs> 
We've got to be on the fucking projector. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what she said. She said, we'll be there taking the this entire film and there'll be a fucking projectionist going, shut the fuck up, we're trying to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> he, just, he just cracked me at the guy's reaction. And when he walked in, obviously he looked in the middle, saw no one, and saw us just sitting there, uh, this on the banister, looking mm-hmm. down at him. He's like, oh. <laughs> also, I never realised they do extra large fucking drinks. I knew they did large. large. Like, on, on what drinks? Like, like, like Coke, like. Coke. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't realise. I, I, I didn't realise. Uh, fuck me. Because she brought one. Because obviously the guy was like, oh, extra large. Like, I need like so much more. And she's obviously, she brought that. Fuck me. It's like, I haven't got anything. I, we literally left like a bit at the bottom. I'm just, I, I can't even like, I got like a random cup here. Like, that's a small, that's a small couple of ten bubbles are in. But like, it's like twice as like, Fucking size of this like height width, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" I'll buy one when we go. You have to, you have to, you have to, when we go to Teenage Mutant Tales, we have to pick one up because it's fair. They're good for two people. One each. Because literally, we had two straws in it. I mean, we kind of just drank from the same straws. Like it got, at one point, I was like just sucking from both straws. But yeah, it's I didn't even know that. But yeah, anyway, it would just be me with a coat because I made dear promise that I'll get a tango ice blast. So. Uh, to be fair, the last time, she's like, last she time, like old corn. But I want a tango ice blast. Uh, not, not last time, <laughs> the time before, with Indiana Jones, the ice blast was really fucking nice. Like, it wasn't icy, it was really fucking nice. Um, anyway, finish off the review. Uh, as I say, overall, uh, it's, a, it's a fun movie with heart, action, and comedy. So I, I, I'll give it mm, 7.8 out of 10. Seven point eight. It's a reasonable amount. That's in the seven. Sevens are referred to as entertaining. So the the characters' lines kind of do draw it back a bit. Obviously, these are all my first impressions. Obviously, rewatches can bring it down, higher it up. That, that's how I always work. I, I like to have a, a basic like all these ones I've done over the past few weeks. I've seen Jan Jones Flash, and I've when I give like those reactions. Come a rewatch, I could drop it. I could watch me go. Actually, you know what? I'm seeing something I didn't see when I first watched it bring it back or i've saw yeah. some oh I, I i didn't see that that's definitely much better now like for example example obviously i rewatch the flash i could drop it like drop it below eight for a rewatch finn jane jones i could drop it above uh, i can put it above a nine like you know what i mean like it, these are all like first impressions i'm i'm always someone that after rewatches that the impression can either change for the good for the worse or they can stay the same uh so yeah so i'm gonna give at the moment a 7.0 out of 10 it's not the best DreamWorks movie you'll find. I prefer sh- the Shrek franchise. I prefer oh, the yeah. Hedge Train Dragon franchise. But uh, obviously, I've got, I've got a question here for you. Hayden well, brought this up. Uh, there's two aquatic DreamWorks-based movies, which obviously you haven't seen this one, but you've probably seen like clips from this, like the trailer for this probably or whatnot. What what would you say from the look of the trailer? Would you prefer this or Shark Tale? Shark Tale. Yes. She said she goes. She goes to me on the way back. She's like, "Are the two aquatic DreamWorks movies this and Shark Tale?" She goes, "I prefer this." I went, "Fuck off, Shark Tale." You having a laugh? <laughs> he said, "You having a laugh?" You having a fucking laugh? She keeps saying you Shark Tale. The whole scene. Don't forget the whole scene with little shrimp on the plate, and he's like, "And he lets me out the window." <laughs> That's like by far better than the entire film of this, and I'm not even seeing this film. And I already know that. My 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 my, my uh, argument for why Shark Tale's better was at the car wash. Whoa 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 whoa. 
no one talking about the sexy ass fish as well. And he's like, turns turns around, he's got loads of money. He's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring one Chantal there, man. Chantal's the, the yeah. best. You know what we should do? What? We should buy uh, tickets to this movie again. Hopefully, no one goes and shout up. Can we watch Shark Tank? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we basically just said what we should do because, again, if no one's in the cinema, we should just say to them, Can you swap in for Shark Tale instead? <laughs> yeah, plug in like a Netflix account or something, put it on. I think that's the most, like, what, the worst opinion I've ever heard <laughs> is that this film is better than Shark Tale because nothing, come on. To be fair, though, I have to, I have to say, this, this film is very, very heavily advertised more to a female audience than Shark Tale. But Shark Tale by far ten times better. And I've not even watched the film in another. <laughs> he said it's the worst opinion he's ever heard in his life. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the worst opinion's gotta be me saying Morbius was okay. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite thing about Morbius is when people convinced him to put it back into cinema yeah, and it's still again. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best that was. We wanna see it again. We didn't get to see it the first time. Okay, we'll put it back in cinema. You oh, put it in again, we didn't get to see it again. <laughs> I love how they asked for a third time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's my free movie reviews. Let's go into our news, shall we? You got any news you found? Uh, the Microsoft Activision thing got passed, and then they took them back to court again. <laughs> so it went through. So there's a like, Xbox, well, Microsoft yeah. was allowed to buy Activision Blizzard. And then... What's the comp- what's the organization? Oh, the FTC in America, isn't it? That was like, yeah, this is very biased on Xbox side, so we're going to take it back to court again. So now they're going back to court again, I believe. I think it's going back again. Just it's never going to end. They're going to keep going over and over until the win. So all the news I get, all the news I get related to that is it's from you. Every time, obviously, we did the podcast. That's the only time I get these sort of news is when you basically bring it up. I don't, I don't see anything of this. I might see like a glimpse every now and again, like. That one with the Call of Duty thing the other week, like that—that's like very rarely something like that pops up. It's literally the only time I get like actual like full in-depth news on this is when you come up and like, oh, you see what happened with Microsoft again. <laughs> uh, pretty funny thing that happened with obviously the FTC. Obviously during all the court case that was going on, someone went onto like, the Wikipedia page and changed the FTC logos for like Sony's logo and was putting like we're a shill for Sony and everything on there, and, like, changing it all. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, man. Oh. Oh, I've got news, boys. Uh, obviously, the, obviously, about what two weeks ago was it? They or was it last week? Week ago, two weeks ago, they obviously did the casting for Superman, uh, for the new Superman Legacy movie. They obviously, did Superman Lois. Uh, yeah. This this past few days, they've they've now cast four more characters for that movie, four heroes. Uh, huh? They haven't cast the villain yet. No, that was that that was a rumor. The, the, I'll say that in a minute. They cast four characters, and there's also a rumor of a, an actor, a big actor, being offered a big, a big role. So anyway, so the three they've cast. So at the moment they've cast um, uh, Guy Gardner, who's a Green Lantern, uh, Mister Terrific, and Hawk, uh, Hawkeye, Hawk Girl. I put Hawkeye in my notes. Hawk Girl. Close uh, enough. <laughs> close enough. Uh, obviously, the Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, is being played by the usual James Gunn actor Nathan Fillion. Who obviously was it was TDK in the Suicide Squad film, 
which obviously, yeah. which obviously eradicates that from this timeline then, since he's playing that character. I read apparently that like, he said like in like a thing, like the reason why he's cast him as Guy Gardner is because he kind of just wants to give his mate a, a bowl cut hair just to basically take the piss out of him. That's the whole reason, apparently, he's casting his mate as the role is because he wants to cut his hair with a bowl so he can take the piss out of him. Uh, the second act, obviously, the second one, obviously, Mr. Trific is being played by the actor who played Darwin in X Men First Class. Have you seen X Men First Class, Connor? Uh, when they're younger, when they first meet, it's the, uh, uh, I think I've watched parts of it, or at least I've seen the show. The one right at the end, when obviously, uh, Professor X shot in the Didn't Magneto pulls the ship out of the water? Yes, I think it's when so he curves the bullet and shoots fucking uh, Charles in the back. To be fair, I've watched so many clips of films from like TikTok and shit. I probably feel like I've seen most of the fucking films. So probably, but basically, like the I character have. that was in that that basically could like adapt to any surroundings, but yet died instantly. Oh, the, the black dude. The, but he put like they put some yeah, in his yeah, mouth yeah, and he yeah, yeah, That yeah. guy's playing the character, Mister Terrific. Like, like the uh, one of the coolest heroes that they kill straight away. Yeah, the oh, one yeah, that basically is technically he's technically immortal, and yet they kill him off straight away. Yeah, I know uh, about, yeah. And then obviously Hawk Girl is being played by the actress who played the live action Dora. Uh, yes, I kinda know yet about the one who was in the she was in was she in Transformers? She was in the last night, wasn't she? Yes she was, and she did that Jason. The last night. And then she did the uh, that Jason Momoa film last year, that sweet girl, or the year before, one of them. I think it was the year before actually. Um but yeah. And then just literally this morning they announced that uh Actor Anthony Carrigan, who appeared in 20 episodes of Gotham as the psychopath Victor Zaz, has been cast as the hero Met- Metamorpho. He's the one that's like, he's like multiple colours. If you saw a picture of him, you might go, oh shit, I might have seen that somewhere before. Have a look. Metamorpho. He's like pink, brown, like he's, he's multiple colours. You might have seen like a picture of him before. Uh, he looks like he's, he looks like he's a big bald head, and he's yeah. half orange, half pink. Yeah, that guy. Looks like I kind of have seen him. Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that you might have seen it before pop up. And like, oh, okay, and just like ignored it after that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there's like three cast, uh, four castings so far on top of the Superman Lois one, and also apparently uh, uh, there's rumors that Warner Brothers have offered Daniel Craig the role of Lex Luthor. Apparently, I don't know how true it is. Well, people wanted it to be um, Brian Cranston. Everyone keeps like Brian Cranston. He keeps getting pissed off. Doesn't he? With that he keeps saying. And, he, and he's like, just because I'm a bald guy in one series doesn't mean I'm going to play a bald guy in every. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps saying, "Stop typecasting me as bald guys." <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, apparently that's like the rumor at the moment. I don't know how true it is. Um, but yeah, so that's the Superman related news. Uh, first reaction for Barbie and Oppenheimer have come out, and apparently they've been very positive. I do want to watch Oppenheimer, to be fair. I think, I'll, I'll, I think I'm doing, we're doing Barbie on the Friday, and then we're doing Oppenheimer on the Saturday. It's been three hours long, I'm going fucking like Saturday lunchtime. But that's... Yeah. Uh, you can go home and sleep. Exactly. And then apparently the, there's been some early reaction to Gran Turismo. That have oh, also okay. been very positive, yeah. apparently. Like a lot, uh, There's a lot of praise saying it's a, it's a very solid video game adaption that's a lot better than most adaptions. Talking about video game adaptions. Go. The new Twisted Metal series looks fucking dreadful. Why well, they made it like comedy? It looks in the. <laughs> it's so bad. The game's like super serious. Like it's killers and a thing. They made it look all comedy. I've, oh, I've, I've never played so the game, so I can't it really. Looks, it looks so. To me, to me, it looks a really over top fun series. But obviously, if it's nothing like the game, then obviously people are going to hate it for that reasons. 
I say I've never played the game, so that's probably a good thing for me. Is I'm going into it just like going, oh, it's just a really over top like, series. Like I think it'll be okay, but like the game's like really dark. Like everyone's got like, quite a dark backstory. Obviously, PlayStation One's not like a ton of like dialogue and stuff, but like the backstory for all the characters pretty dark. And then in this, it's just like all like like trying to be funny. Like when he's singing and he's like hitting his head on the fucking. Oh, I was just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure one of the characters first have, like, severe PTSD and stuff, and then, like, it's, that's just gone. Like, like, not all. Like, it's so stupid. Also, I was like, I'll watch this at some point, but it does not look brilliant. i say, as someone who's not played the games, it might be something more in my direction, whereas someone who's played the games, they'll probably be what, the case of, they'll be pointing at, yeah, no, 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 no. A bit like Halo. I haven't really played all the Halo games, so I watched it and was like, it's alright. I wouldn't say it's the best thing in the world, but I wouldn't say it's the, the worst thing in the world. But someone as a Halo fan, watch it and go, no, it's dog shit. It's, yeah. it's that kind of idea. Is for someone who's not a fan, they might get a lot more enjoyment than someone who is a fan of the actual source material. Um, what else have I got? Um, obviously, I'll stick with the, the new trailers, actually. Obviously, that was one of our trailers I wrote down, Twisted Metal. Obviously, we also had a trailer for Wonka, uh, Ahsoka, Blue Beetle, Godzilla minus one, Napoleon, and The Witcher series three part two. That one literally dropped today. Uh, out of all those ones, Blue Beetle's probably the one I'm most interested for because it does look pretty pretty cool. I'm just hoping it doesn't flop like all the other DC films lately. Um, Witcher series three is another one I'm looking forward to. Cause it's the last half, and they even reference that in the trailers, like literal reference to uh, do this as if it's your last time. Uh, I'm. Napoleon, I'm interested to see how that's handled because obviously it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. And yeah. it's being directed by Ridley Scott, so it could be hit or miss. It's Ridley Scott, it's, it could be hit or miss. Uh, Wonka looks fun, but we'll see how that goes. Ahsoka, that looks pretty sick. It's say, uh, you've already brought up Twisted Metal. Uh, and Godzilla Minus One, obviously, is the first Japanese Godzilla since the 2016 movie. So I'm. Very much interested in this. I, I wasn't a big fan of the 2016 one, so I'm hoping it's better than that. And uh, the little clip they released, uh, uh, the, the look of Godzilla looks pretty sick. It looks a lot better than that one. The, the Godzilla design in the, the 2016 one looks shite. This one looks more in line with the more gen- the actual look for Godzilla, not the basically really weird look where it had people's face on its tail. Oh. It looked weird, uh, but yeah. But talking about <laughs> DC movies that flopped... Fucking one of us have already given up on the Flash. You can rent it on Monday. Rent and buy it Monday. Doesn't surprise me. It's like you probably make more going on renting. No one's similar to watch it. So. That's what I said. I said this is the case of now they're putting it out to see if they can get a bit more money off it because that's where a lot of these other films eventually make their money is through the digital markets. Um, but yeah. Especially after the case of people like, slagging stuff off a bit and saying, oh, this is bad in this, oh, this was good in it. People then might be going, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll buy it at home, I'll watch it at home. Yeah, instead of paying four tickets to take all my family, I'll just pay one price exactly. and everyone can watch this shit festival. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the last bit of thing I have here is obviously there's been a lot of set photos released from Deadpool 3 like, the last like, fucking week. Yeah, I keep seeing them all. I've seen obviously Hugh Jackman in the classic, more comic accurate yellow and blue Wolverine outfits, and it, it looks amazing. The suit looks fucking top notch. There's, there's shots of basically him just walking, and the shots of him fighting Deadpool. There's an actual behind the scenes video of him throwing Deadpool through a wall. Obviously, he's not actually doing it. He throws something, which is obviously meant they're meant to obviously the green screen 
something in from Defrel. I'm guessing like a car or something stupid like that. And you see the, the Deadpool stunt double go through a war. That's pretty cool. Um, and there's like a, a set photo of the 20th Century Fox logo from the intro, like destroyed on the ground. So they're going full fucking meta on this one. Uh, and obviously they cast Jennifer Garner as Elektra. Obviously she played the character in the uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil film all those years ago. So hopefully, if this is handled right, it's going to be amazing. Like If it's handled like uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home and the Spider-Verse movies, it's going to be fucking good. But if it's handled in the line of Flash and Doctor Strange 2, where people are like, this, I'm hoping so much is going to be in it, and then that's not even in it, then yeah. that's going to be like a fucking shit shit film so i'm hoping they do the, the right thing of the what people expect most what people are expecting a lot of it is going to be in it obviously a couple of things you can take away and it's not going to be a problem but obviously the main thing that people want that's kind of what you want to see in this film or else it's going to be just another flash doctor strange 2 where they've uh, promised so much and under delivered on all of it obviously flash and i mean doctor strange in the sense of they promised like a multiverse of madness but all of it's just confined to one sequence uh, and that was it. And then the Flash obviously went the more CGI route in- instead. So that was the more underwhelming one. But if it goes that route for these two films, rather than actually fully is going like No Way Home, where like it was a big part of the actual plot, I feel like this film is going to flop. But if it's handled yeah. right and it is more in the vein of No Way Home, like how they did that, I feel like it's going to be a hit. I feel like it could be. I think it comes out next May. I think it is. It could be a case of a film that literally hits a billion dollars oh, if it's done right. Enough. It's not for me, so that's good. Hello. Hello. You might gonna. It's you might... like a massive noise. Uh, I don't know sign language, so people can hear me. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. But I can't hear you. You might. Gonna... I can hear you. <laughs> right. Uh... You might have like a massive like. Squeak noise, you and now you're just not talking. There's no uh, green box or anything. Oh, oh yeah, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I have. Plan. I'll keep it going. Da, 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 da. Uh, lovely Discord. This is. Uh, fuck. Where's the? Oh my god. Where's the button for it? Why have I got no button for this anymore? If I go off and come back on again, join video call. Hello. Hello. There we go. You're back. You're back. Jesus, it made like a massive noise, and my head just was like melting. Uh, for some reason, my camera is now just like completely gone. Fuck, fuck. You look fine on my side. No, my on my OBS screen. For some reason, the camera is now. Like half my camera is now your camera. What the say you you like your camera flickered like you made like a like a blue flash and then your mic made like a massive noise and then you went off. Oh, there we go, fixed it. Uh, for some reason, like the my, the one side of my camera, like here, mm. on my obviously OBS, how obviously it's cropped and everything. It was just like half of your camera, so you had your camera and then half of yours here as well, and it's just like what the fuck. I have to minimize it and everything. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully. It's it's a it's a fucking hit, Deadpool three. Because I mean, for the fact that it's the the first, obviously, of Deadpool going into the MCU, they kind of need to hit the ball straight away. Yeah. Especially after the first two were really positively received, and obviously the money was big from both of them. 
this needs to be a fucking never hit. Or else people are going to be looking at like, they don't really want Deadpool anymore because Disney ruined yeah, it. They're gonna so hopefully it's not ruined. Uh, but yeah, that's all the news I've got. I've got no more news. Uh, I don't have any news of then that Exo Primal games coming out tomorrow, which looks fun. That dinosaur like the, dino- the dinosaur one. Yeah, looks pretty fun. That's the only news I've got. <laughs> I'm also out of news. That's why I fucking dragged out the reviews as long as I could. Uh, okay, if that's everything we can think of, um, you can check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. Use your podcasting platforms. You can check out all the old episodes, um, which is like seventy odd now. We fucking keep going, man. We'll we'll make to hundred at some point. It probably won't be this year now for all the delays, like the weeks we've took off. It more likely be started next year. But I I am trying to start out a couple of videos in August last September where Alex is going to join me with some movie reviews so our old school just what we, I did under, with Hayden was just reviewing a movie entirely so I'm trying to sort out so me and Alex will jump on for a two or three of those and then obviously the other weeks would be me and Connor um, yeah. I know we've got some I, I know we can do we've got an easy one coming up soon because we can just review the Teenage Mutant Tales film oh yeah that's an easy yeah. one we can, we can literally yeah. just review that one uh, at the end of the month slash the start of August and then I think the following week, I'm giving you a week off because I'm just going to fucking solo, solo review slash hopefully get Hayden back on to review the Meg 2 when that comes out. Uh, but yeah, so I'm trying to sort some stuff out so that there'll be less two weeks off and more it'll be weekly. Just be one week, it'll be me and Colin. Next week, it'll be me, say Alex, for a couple of videos and you know, keep going like that. So I'm trying to sort them out. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed our little talk. Obviously, if you've seen all the free movies or any of the free movies that I've spoke about today, obviously you can put them in the comments below and give your thoughts on them uh, and which one you, if you've seen them all, which one you prefer the most. Obviously, I've gone for the Mission Impossible as my favourite, Elemental is my second favourite, and then the Kraken one is my third favourite. Obviously, put put them in order for uh, how you prefer them. And yeah, what other films coming out over the next few weeks are you interested in? Which one are you going to see? First, obviously, you said the big one is you got Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Teenage Mutant Turtles. Those are the three films coming out in July. So, which one of those are you looking forward to the most? Again, put that in the comments below. And yeah, we, we just in general, we hope you enjoyed. And, you know, we hope to see you next time on the Chat Cave podcast. That's where you say now goodbye. Get out of here. That's where you say goodbye, Connor. <laughs> now get out of here, you goddamn stinking animals. <laughs> stinking animals? You're the one that shit your pants at work. <laughs>